0: Kraft presents the Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> yeah. The Kraft Cheese Company, makers of Parquet Marjoon and a complete line of famous quality food products, presents Al Perry as the Great Gildersleeve. Kraft brings you the Great Gildersleeve each week at this time, written by John Wheaton and Sam Moore, with music by Claude Sweet. just a moment. If you can't take all the time you'd like eating breakfast, well, the next best thing is to pack all the good nourishment you can into your first meal of the day. That's why it's so important for you to include a fine energy food like parquet margarine in every breakfast you eat. Parquet helps provide lots of pep and energy for a hard day's work, and it also contains an important vitamin essential to your daily diet. That vitamin is vitamin A. Every pound you buy has 9,000 units of vitamin A. So get off to a right start, a bright start each day with the help of delicious, nourishing parquet margarine. That's P-A-R-K-A-Y, parquet. And remember, parquet margarine is made by Kraft. Well, his old opponent, the mayor of Summerfield, has begun warming up his campaign for re-election, and his first political move was to oust our friend from his position as water commissioner. But was Gildersleeve downhearted? Well, yes, for a time, but then came a long-distance phone call from his old chum, Fibber McGee. Fibber, it seems, had a proposition. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, sounds very interesting, Fibber. Well, I'll be hearing from you then, huh? Much obliged, McGee. So long. <laughs> yeah. What is it, Uncle? McGee and I are going to make a million dollars. Uncle, okay,
1: darling, you're not joking.
0: Of course I'm not joking. A million dollars is nothing to joke about.
1: A million dollars? A million
2: dollars? That's more than I'm making a
0: year.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Keep this to yourself, Bertie, and all of you. Mum's the word on this, so we're ready to announce it.
3: Yes? sir. Uh, How
0: are you going to knock off the Uncle? We're not going to knock it off, Leroy. Oh. We're going into business, McGee and I.
1: Well, what kind of business, Uncle Mort?
0: Manufacturing. An invention of McGee's.
1: Mr. McGee, an inventor?
0: Oh, yes. McGee's a great tinkerer. And a smart little apple, too. He always was. And I always said so.
3: What's he invented?
0: Well, he couldn't tell me over the telephone. The patent is pending. But he's written me a letter all about it. He says it can't miss.
1: Just think a million dollars. Why, with a million dollars. We... Yeah? Will you buy me a bus now, will
0: you, Uncle, will you? No, Leroy, I will not. I've told you time and again bicycles cost money. Well, why not? After all, why not? Sure. I had a bicycle when I was your age. Oh, gee, you're
1: a super! Oh,
2: Bob.
0: Leroy, you don't have to strangle me. Gee,
2: Frank,
0: I'm friends. Now, now. I want you to understand, my boy, if I buy you this bicycle... Oh, I'll
1: take super care of it. And not leave
0: it around where it'll get stolen folks. I
1: promise.
0: You'll have to study your music every day as soon as you get home from school.
2: Oh, I will, yes, sir.
0: That's right.
2: It's got so kind of life music now. Oh,
0: well, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, Marjorie, you've been very quiet, my dear. What do you think of your old uncle after all these years suddenly striking it rich? I was
1: just thinking.
0: Thinking about what?
1: Do You think pink is too young for me.
0: Pink? Pink what?
1: For a dress. I was designing one in my mind, and I thought of pink net. But then I decided maybe it'd be too young. What do you think, Bertie? Oh, I like pink. Pink might
3: have
1: pretty. Funny. Last year, I couldn't stand pink. Now, all of a sudden, I like it again. At least I think I do. I read somewhere that pink is coming back. Where's it been? <laughs> well, I think large looks better than
2: yellow. Yellow? Yeah, you know that yellow suit of yours... I
1: like that. Oh, but that's two years old. I don't care. i like it. You look pretty in that. Why? Oh, I didn't think he ever even noticed. Nobody's better looking than you when you wear that suit. Oh, that's very
0: sweet of you. All right, George, that's the way I like to hear you talk. Why can't you always be like that, you two instead of picking fights with one another?
1: Who picks fights? I never pick a fight. Poor Marge makes some crack naturally. Who made a crack? Well, you're doing I don't. If well, you want some sorry. No, children.
0: Uh, getting back to the dress. Uh, why don't you go down to Hogan Brothers, my dear, and see what they've got? School will be starting next week. You probably need some clothes. Oh,
1: but uh, what I had in mind wasn't exactly a school dress, it was more of a formal.
0: Oh, well, pick up a few school dresses, too, are you there?
1: Oh, well, I'll be
0: Well, I never got such attention when I was poor. (laughs) All they love me for is my money. (laughs) Bertie, you haven't made any requests yet. Isn't there anything you need?
2: Well, yes, it is one thing. I don't like to mention it, Name
0: it, Bertie, and it's yours. Hang the expense.
2: Well, sir, if you could fix the cord on, the cord on that electric iron, you're going to fix the last two months. Oh, yes. That. If you could fix it so it don't spark at me every time I go touch it. Yes, I'll do better
0: than that, Bertie. I'll get you a new iron.
2: Well, it don't need a new iron, Mr. Gilfrey. It's just a cord. Now, if you could fix that cord. Get the I mean.
0: iron, Bertie. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get you a new washing machine. The doggoneest washing machine you ever saw, with shock absorbers and a built-in radio.
2: Well, that's fine, Mr. Gilfrey. <laughs> <laughs> What am I going to
0: hand with? Oh,
3: right. <laughs> uh, there's going to be
0: a lot of changes around here, folks. Uh, you know, Marjorie, you were saying the other day we ought to fix this place up a little. Well, I may do that. Yeah, may do it. Might even sell this house and buy a newer one, a bigger one. Oh, um, you,
1: Darling. Yes? Well, while we're on the subject, I seem to have spent all my allowance.
0: Yes?
1: Well, what would
0: you suggest? It looks as if I'd have raised your allowance, so. then. No fair. Yours, too, my boy. Oh, that's different. By <laughs> George, everybody's after my money, and I haven't even made it yet. But I will. You watch.
1: And Mr. McGee... He will get his
0: fair share, <laughs> and not a cent more.
1: <laughs> Who's going to be bought?
0: Well, I'll be president, naturally. Who else? you don't think a little squirt like McGee can be just like him to try, though.
1: <laughs> be
0: just like McGee do. Well, Blythe, George, we'll settle that right at the start. McGee isn't going to pull anything like that on me. I'll see my lawyer. I'll go see him the first thing in the morning.
3: Well, Gildy, glad you dropped in. Hang up your chair and take a hat. ha, ha, ha.
0: No small talk, Judge. I'm in a hurry. I tried
3: to line up a job for you this morning. You're not interested. I spoke to Frank Babcock. I right? don't need you
0: speaking to Frank Babcock or anybody else. I'm known in this town.
3: All right, Gilly, all right. Sit down,
0: will you? I had not got time to sit down. Do you know how to draw up a partnership contract? Sure
3: I do. Any dumb lawyer
0: can do that. Then I came to the right place. Let's get started. Just wait
3: till I get the form. Who are you going in partnership
0: with, Gildy? Oh, a friend of mine from Whistle Vista, Silver McGee. Oh, yeah. I want you to draw up a partnership contract for me and McGee. Then I've got to find an office right away. All right.
3: What line of business
0: is it going to be? I don't know yet. Uh, not exactly. I'm expecting
3: a letter this afternoon that will give all the details. All right. I'll leave that blank. How much money are you going to put into it? None of your business. I'm only asking as your lawyer. It's customary for each partner to put in so much money. I don't even know how much McGee's putting in yet. Leave that blank. All right. <laughs> <laughs> name of the prime, McGee and Gildersleeve or Gildersleeve and McGee
0: uh, I like the second one better but it's not perfect leave that blank uh, Judge, yeah. McGee's a pretty nice little fellow, you understand? Yeah. Clever and and all that, and I've known him a good long time, one of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, just the same, I wouldn't want him to have too much to say about the business. Can you fix that? No,
3: no, Gildy. A partnership is an equal proposition. I
0: know, Horace, I know. But can't you slip in some little
3: clause so that if it comes to a showdown, I'm the boss? No, Gildy, it can't be done. Some lawyer, all you know how to do is fill out forms. Well, what do you expect? You don't even know what business you're in.
0: Listen, Judge, McGee has an invention. Now, what kind of an invention does a smart inventor make
3: today? Sure enough, I know. Bang, 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 Judge. Oh. You think you might get some government contracts building? Do I? (laughs) That's
0: why I need an office. You want a
3: suite of office.
0: Possibly. Might need a whole
3: building. Well, I don't know of any whole buildings that are available right now. Oh, uh, might have to build,
0: then. On this kind of thing, there wouldn't be any trouble with priorities, you understand? Naturally. Yes,
3: See, there's a string of little stores down there next Just to wait the... Wait a plane. minute, Horace. Gives me an idea. Huh? Why not the Gildersleeve block? I'll occupy one building and we'll rent out the rest. Make a lot of money that way. I right, golly, I'll see if I can get you an option
0: on that property this morning. Do that, Judge. Uh, say, I just thought of a name for the firm. Brockmorton P. Gildersleeve, associate. Great. <laughs> All right, Horace, I'll be in touch with you. In the meantime, treat uh, this under your hat.
3: Don't you worry, Gildersleeve. Bang, bang, bang.
0: Or possibly boom,
3: boom, boom.
0: <laughs> so
3: long, Judge.
4: <laughs>
0: Uh Uh-oh, that may be the postman, Bertie.
2: Postman don't ring, Miss Gilsey, but
0: I'll go see. Maybe it's a registered letter. After all, it's important. Good afternoon,
2: Daddy.
0: Afternoon, Miss Ransom. Leela, she's heard I'm rich. Come in, Miss Ransom.
2: You'll buy Miss Gilsey's in the car. Thank you.
0: Well, good afternoon, Charles Martin. Hello, Leela. I'm not a millionaire yet, you understand.
2: I don't know what you're talking
0: about. Oh, you must have heard. One of the children must have told you.
2: Told me what?
0: I don't let this get around, Lever. But I expect to be a big manufacturer pretty soon. My little chum, Fibber McGee, has made an important invention.
2: My, oh, how exciting. What is
0: it? Well, I can't tell you. It's kind of a military secret. But it's going to be very big.
2: Oh, you'll be an important man now,
0: won't you? Oh, I guess so. Yes, I presume so.
2: Hmm. I suppose you'll forget all about the little girl that lives next
0: door. Oh, I don't know. Even a tycoon, Leela Has a time for work And a time for play Let's play, Leela Now, Sir I'm you're Oh, I am not. Man, you Why should I stop it? It's all your fault I never heard such a thing in my life What did I do? You left your ears sticking out Those little pink ears Oh, no Be reasonable. Uh
1: Uh-uh.
2: Okay. You be quiet for a minute and I'll play for you.
1: Play? Mm Oh, yeah. I know that.
0: Home i drawn And let this thing get serious.
2: Mercy, who's getting serious? not me, I assure you.
0: Well, as long as that's understood. You know how it is with us tycoons. <laughs> when we're working, we work hard. When we play, it's all play. Well,
2: I don't see anything
0: wrong with that. Yes, Leela, you don't understand. All I'm out for, Leela, is a good time. I'm no good. No, a cat. Yeah, I'm a cad. <laughs> a playboy.
2: <laughs> well, nobody loves to play any more than I do. Great. Now, I'd be. <laughs> Mr. Gil, here's huh?
0: the mail. Mail? Yes, sir. the postman left it at the back door. Oh, thank you, Bertie. Yes. Ah, uh, it's a letter from McGee.
4: Oh.
0: All about the invention. Mm. Let's see. Here's uh, Rocky. I sure was glad to hear you say you'd go partners with me on my invention. I believe you'll make a barrel of money out of it, and I'm glad you're in on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. The invention does not use any scarce materials. It can be made of plastics, which is very important. Also, there's a good chance the government will be interested. Ah. After all, the Army and Navy need mouse taps just as much as...
1: <laughs> Mouth oh,
0: Mousetrap. I might have known that's all he'd think of, a rat like McGee. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm
1: sorry if you're
0: disappointed. <laughs> From millionaire to pauper. Five minutes ago, I was wealthy. Now I'm just anybody. Middle-aged, looking for a job. Why, to come down, Leela. Uh, did you hear what I said, Leela?
2: Of course I have. It doesn't make any difference to me, morton Really, Leela? Of course not, Silly. You're the same man you were five minutes ago, aren't
0: you? Sure, I, I guess so.
2: And I'm the same girl. The kind of a girl who believes in sticking by a man when he's in trouble.
0: Leela, maybe I was wrong. I was wrong. I was never cut out to be a playboy. Oh,
1: it's Mark.
0: Yes, sir. A man should be serious about women. Women are a serious business. You think so? I sure do. Now, let's get down to business.
4: <laughs> Greg Gildersleeve will
0: be with us again in just a few seconds. These days, we we'll are all have to have our ups and downs trying to balance the family food budget. So it's wise to choose foods high in nutritional value, yet low in cash and ration point costs. Surely one such food is economical parquet margarine, the delicious, nourishing spread for bread that's made by Kraft. High in food energy value, fortified by Kraft, so that every pound contains 9,000 units of important vitamin A, parquet margarine is a downright economical aid to good family nutrition. Think of it. Parquet provides these important food elements, yet requires only two ration points a pound. And parquet's fresh, delicate flavor is another fine aid to good nutrition. So, to keep appetites up, to keep your food budget down, buy economical parquet. P A R K A Y. Remember, delicious, nourishing parquet margarine is made by Kraft. <laughs> gilder sleeve for the props knocked out from under him by mcgee's letter and his castle of dreams tumbled about his ears he faces at last life's stern reality in desperation he swallowed his pride and decided to follow up a lead on a job that judge hooker gave him so we find him now entering frank babcock's hardware store
4: well, uh, madam, what can
0: I do for you? Uh, excuse me, can you tell me where
1: Just I... a minute, I was here ahead of you. Yeah,
0: I know, I was just asking. Then
1: don't fight a job in ahead.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to buy
0: anything, lady. I was merely asking the man where I can find the proprietor, Mr. Babcock. Frank? Oh, he's around
1: somewhere.
2: Oh, Frank! people
1: have no manners. Uh, 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 I guess he's down in the cellar. Come this way, will you? Listen, you were waiting on me. I'll be right back, back madam. Keep your bonnet on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: the old grout. Oh, we get
2: plenty of them. <laughs> Hey, Frank! Frank, you down there? Yeah. Man up here, see this. Oh, uh, uh, what is it now? I'll
1: be, uh...
0: You'll be up. You'll uh, be up. Thanks. <laughs> I'll wait. Uh, not much of a place he's got here. Have to be a lot of changes. It's like a junk shop. Oh, oh Mr. Babcock? Yeah. Yes. My name is Gildersleeve. Brock Martin P. Gildersleeve. How much
2: are these disclaws, please?
0: Those, lady, those
2: are 25 cents. 25 cents
1: for a Of all the
2: nerves.
0: Well, there's a wall on, lady. That's the price. What can I do for you, Bud? Uh, my name is Gillisleeve. I was told.
3: Yeah. What the size on these here nails? They're not marked. Oh, no. make a sense, then.
0: <laughs> now, is something you wanted? Well, I. <laughs> e God, I came over here because Judge Hooker told me that you were concerned. Oh, you're the fella. Well, as I told the judge, I did have an opening. Can't get hardware now with the war, so I'm trying to build up the feed and fertilize the rim. Pertilizer. Yes. I needed a salesman with a car to go... Salesman? Yes, but I hired a fellow yesterday. Of course, maybe he won't work out. You might come back in a week. Yeah, and I might not. Good day, Mr. Babcock.
1: Why don't you clean up your store?
0: Something will turn up. Something's bound to turn up. Yeah, but when? You'll have to cut down, that's all. I'll have to tell the kids. And Bertie. Uncle Mort, is that you? Uh, yes, it's me. Well, close your eyes before you come in. Huh? What for?
1: Close
0: them. All right, they're closed.
1: Wait a minute, Miss Margaret.
0: You like this button? What is this? (laughs) The
1: bed. All right, you can look now.
0: Surprise! Well, my goodness, uh, that's uh, quite a
1: dress. Well, don't you like it? Don't you think it's pretty? Oh,
0: of course.
1: Uh, you don't think it's too long, do you, Bertie? Yes, yeah, yes, just right. I like it better than the other one. Other one? Well, of course, that's just for sportswear, really. If I can find a coat to go with it, I think it'll be very smart, though.
0: Uh, Marjorie. Of
1: course, this is the one I
0: love. Marjorie, there's something I have to tell you. You too, Bertie. Yes, sir. And Leroy, where's he?
2: Oh, he's around somewhere. Leroy? Uh Leroy?
0: Huh? I'm afraid not, my boy. Huh? I hate to disappoint you, Leroy. You too, my dear. But the fact is, I guess I was a little over enthusiastic about Mr. McGee's adventure.
1: You mean we're not going to make a million dollars? I'm afraid not, my boy. Well, don't you care, Uncle Mort. We don't need a million dollars. Yeah, what's the difference? As long as we're rich. But we're not going to be rich. Right, oh, so we're not. Who is? is? You know, the good thing about this bicycle is it's got to stand
0: like a motorcycle. Leroy, I don't think you understand, my boy. This means no bicycle. No
1: bicycle?
0: I'm afraid not. We're going to have to cut down all around. Now, me, I'm giving up cigars.
2: Mr. Hill, please.
0: Yes, Bertie.
2: I suppose this means I ain't never going to get that iron cord
0: fixed. Bertie, I'll fix that iron cord this very evening, if not tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my dear, that's a very pretty dress. and I'll, I'll
1: be... send it back, Uncle Morris. I'll send both of them back.
0: Well, now. I'll...
1: I don't need any dresses. I've got plenty of dresses. I just bought them, that's all.
0: I could choke that McGee. I'll
2: back <laughs> that up for you, Miss Marjorie. It's all right, Bertie. I can do it. Um, it's so all right about the bike. I don't need a bike. I can walk to school.
0: Well, it's very manly of you, my
2: boy. I'm not like some kids. I, can't walk I like to walk dog. <laughs> oh,
0: I can't stand it. Uh, I think I'll go for a little walk. Uh, be right back, folks. Where are you going, huh? Oh, just out in the corner for a cigar. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were
1: getting up cigars. Uh well, a very cheap cigar. <laughs>
4: Enough for you. Let me have it in. Yes. The uh, usual, I suppose. No,
0: I'm thinking of making a slight change. Let me try one of those Florida, to I mean, whatchamacallits there, will you? The green ones. <laughs> I hear they're very good.
4: Yeah, well, they're cheaper.
0: I'll try one.
4: Well, you're the customer. <laughs> Mike?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks. Yes, I. I had a little uh, disappointment today, Peavy. Well, that's kind of mean, eh? Yes, I. <laughs> yes,
4: I. <laughs> you say you have a disappointment, Mr. Jonathan? Yeah, and the cigar is another one. <laughs> I suppose I'll have to get used to
0: them. Peavy, did you ever have a fellow you considered a friend? Did you ever have him call you up and tell you you had a great invention that was going to make you pot full of money, and then when the
4: letter came, it turned out to be nothing at all? No, can't like. say I have. Well, that's what happened to me. Uh, would it be out of place to ask who was the friend? It was no friend, Peavy. It was Philip McGee. Oh, Mr. McGee, well, he seemed a very pleasant sort sure. the only time he came in here.
0: Those are the ones you can't trust, Pete. the pleasant ones, the smiling ones. Why, McGee told me this invention would make us both a million dollars. And what did it turn out to be? A mousetrap, a plastic mousetrap, the most useless thing in the
4: world. Well, yeah, I think not say that. Oh, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. You may not be aware of it, Mr. Gildersleeve, but this country has quite a mouth problem today. Of course, they're keeping it quiet till after the election. (laughs) But uh, maybe it's more serious than people know. Peavy, you're kidding. No, I'm not. I I have a mouth problem. I'm in the shop. Why don't you keep a cat? i used to keep a cat but i had to let him go (laughs) he kept rubbing up against the electric eye there at the door and ringing the gong (laughs) the thing drove me crazy wish I had him back, though. I'd stuff cotton in my ears. Yeah,
0: that's all right. Well,
4: then why don't you get some traps? Yeah, that's that's it, Mr. Gildersleeve. There are no traps. No traps? There's no metal to make them with.
0: By George, I never thought of
4: that. And no rat poison. The army's using all the chemicals. Peavy? you know what this means? It means the mice will be all over the place. <laughs> No, Peavy, it means the biggest potential market for mousetraps ever conceived in the history of mankind. Well, you know the old saying, build a better mousetrap.
0: That's what we'll call it, Peavy. The better mousetrap company, Brock Morton P. lead president. Well, we'll build them by the billions. We'll have a factory in every key city in the United States. We'll have a backlog of a million orders. Peavy, do you realize what this will do for humanity? Do you know there are mice like this minute carrying diseases nobody ever heard of? We'll wipe out whole plagues, McGee and I. And what's more, we'll make a million dollars. Give me another cigar, Peavy. And take this one out and bury it.
4: <laughs> you must want a better cigar, I think.
0: The best you've got. Give me six. Oh, that's McGee. I always said he was a smart cookie. Ah, Leela.
2: Hello,
0: Brock Martin, Mr. Peavy. Bye, George. Leela, you came at the right time. Sit down and have a soda. Heck, have a banana split. Have one yourself, Peezy. Oh, no.
2: Thank <laughs> you. And <laughs> not for me, Mr. Strathmartin. So I'm my figure. But I would have a lemonade. A
0: lemonade for the lady, Peavy with two straws.
1: What, oh, Mom, I don't know whatever's come over you.
0: You better look out for me, Leela. I'm a cad again. <laughs> Gentlemen, don't let all the loose talk you've heard here tonight fool you. The world of the plastic mousetrap and the deep freeze and the electronic cooker may be just around the corner, but it's not here yet. We still have a war on our hands, and one of our greatest dangers is still inflation. It will continue to be a danger until our industries are back on full time production of all the new things we'd like to buy. And that won't be until after Nimitz and MacArthur have taken Tokyo. Now, you've got to look at it this way if the cost of living is allowed to go up, the people who will be the hardest hit will be the wives and the families of the men in service who are living on fixed allotments and not very large ones. So let's not ask for higher wages or raise the prices of the things we have to sell till the war is won and things are back to normal. Victory is coming, but it's not here yet. If we break ranks now, we can still lose this war at home just as surely as if our men deserted at the front. They won't. Will we? Good night, ladies and gentlemen.